Welcome back. Retail Therapy. My name's Will DeFreeze. Barrett Dudley, how are we today? Oh, I'm doing all right. You know, just in, doing a little camera selfie, making sure that my uh, that I, my, my hair isn't going full alfalfa right now. Mm-hmm. You know? My hair's been doing some weird shit lately. Mine I too. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the weather. I don't know if it's the dryness. I don't know if it's the the, the, the mountain air that we just returned from a few days ago. But it's I don't like what it's, what's happening to it. But, it, uh, it, yeah, I'm hoping that... I'm hoping it sorts itself out over the next few days, you know, as it as it reacclimates. But um, yeah, what's I, going on with you? I'm going through the same thing, Barrett, and I'm glad you actually said something because maybe there is something bigger in the air. But I'm actually very much struggling with my hair lately, and I don't know if it's because I recently changed hair product. I don't know if it's because I haven't had a haircut in a little bit. I think it's the hair product change. I've gone from being a uh, a strong gel guy, okay, to now a clay and or matte cream guy. Got it. And what I've noticed is that uh, it's been difficult to uh, change my routine from the gel. Uh, when I had the gel, I feel like it washed out in the shower when I didn't have any soap in my hair a lot easier. And mm-hmm. this other, the clay does not. And so I'm having to wash my hair more regularly or use less product and figure it out. But it's just been a whole thing. It's thrown me for a loop. Do you want to shout brands? Do you like the new product that you're using? I love the new product that I'm using. The issue that I'm having right now is that I'm really struggling with the name of the, the brand. I'm forgetting what it is. Okay. And I can do a quick Google search. What are you using these days? I, I, so I'm, I've been on, I, I use, my hair is like this length. I typically use uh, a, a product from Aveda. And it's okay. just, it's their men's grooming cream. Okay. And then almost like regardless of length, I have like a little, kind of like what you're talking about. It's like a clay matte type 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 uh, cream um, from Bumble and Bumble. I think it's called Sumo Tech. Um, and those, those that, that's always kind of in my rotation. I like the way it smells and it's like a good finisher. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, now, I'm actually kind of thinking that I might need to switch it up. I think maybe the, the grooming cream is like a little too heavy right okay. now. Okay. And I need something a little lighter. So so I found what I have. Got to do some homework out there. It's called Kevin Murphy. Okay. Um, I originally bought this because it was in a spa. Uh, Sally gave me a massage for a Christmas gift a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I went into the nice spa and they had nicer hair. I was using like Axe at the time. Yeah. And uh, I went into the spa and I used this stuff. And I was like, oh, this stuff not only smells great, but it's making my hair feel incredible. I already felt fresh from the spa. And so I think putting the hair stuff in, like it just took my freshness to a new level. Okay. And so I started doing that. And now I've I've acquired two different products from them now. The Rough Rider Stronghold Moldable Styling Clay, which is a very aggressive styling clay. It's, even, it's hard to dig your hand into it. You really have to scrape the clay off of it. And then the other one that I got, I'm actually not seeing on their website, and I'm a little worried they only make it in small um, travel size, but it's a little more of like a cream, even though they call it a clay. It's a totally different, it's a totally different uh, consistency, but I switched from a Kevin Murphy Super Goo, which, a, which is a rubbery sculpting gel for slick finish. And I liked the rubberiness of it. It was enough to hold and it gave a little shine, but it wasn't too aggressive. Okay. What was the first one that you said? Rough Rider? Rough Rider. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, This is, uh, it's it's interesting that you bring Kevin Murphy up. Uh, The last time that I um, saw my hairstylist, she had some Kevin Murphy. It was the Freehold. Okay. Shouts to Corinne at Deseo, by the way, in Austin, Texas, if you're looking around. Uh, and I liked I liked the freehold. I liked the freehold. It's a flexible medium hold styling paste. Okay. Um, so maybe this is maybe this is what I try out. Maybe I maybe I grab myself a little Kevin Dot Murphy. The price on these is a little intimidating when it comes to like hair stuff compared to like the stuff you just get off the shelf at uh, Walgreens and everything. 
But I will say this stuff has seemed to last forever for me. It lasts so long for me that I actually think it starts going bad by the time it's like at its yeah, final uses. Uh, so so we, we, we've talked often about our, our kind of like routines and where we spend and where we don't. Me, notoriously, I've never I've not broached expensive shampoo. That's the you know, it's where I it's where I I've, I've not crossed that threshold yet. But I've been using hair products at this price point for a long time. And it's just better. You're just yeah. getting better stuff than yeah. you're going to get over, like over the counter at, at Walgreens or CVS or, or HEB or wherever. Um, it smells better. Mm-hmm. It just it performs better. Well, it know? just scares it, me because if I'm like I don't I'm not a, I'm not a snob when it comes to the stuff that I put on my skin most of the time. I've never really had to worry about that kind of stuff. But I will be a snob when it comes to my hair because at the end of the day, my hair is all I really have. Yeah. And if I'm putting stuff in it that I I don't trust, it scares me that uh, that's going to be the the downfall of having good hair. And I just I can't stomach the idea of losing my hair because of my own doing. I need it to be genetics in the, in my previous uh, ancestors. I, I have been considering doing a little preemptive hair hair uh, hair work. Oh yeah, not talking about like you know, not, not, I'm not going to get plugs uh, or anything like that. I just, you know, like maybe like a little like preemptive, uh, you know, the run of the mill ones that that, that, yeah. that they're going to prescribe you. Like, why not? Right. Yeah. Why not? Just why to- not? Just toss it in there and make sure make sure it's uh, it's doing the best it can. I'm not too worried about my hairline right now, but I can t- definitely tell it's getting a little yeah, uh, lighter yeah. at the front. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just yeah. I'm not happy about it. Same. Same. Um, I did find the other one that I, I really enjoy. Uh, and I, I would feel remiss not telling this because this is retail therapy and I do want people to buy it. Uh, it's called Night Rider. Night Rider, yeah, matte yeah, texture okay. and definition paste, and this stuff is—I think this is what I really enjoy the most out of All these right. products. It—it—it it, it kind of is a, a nice little middle ground, and it's nowhere near what the clay is in terms of hold, in terms of tackiness, and everything. So, this is this is sounding an awful lot like SpawnCon for Kevin Murphy, and I, I assure you that it is not. But if anybody out there works for Kevin Murphy and wants to to hook the boys up, just please get at us. Please do, and yeah, please make I, that. And if they if you hook us up, please make sure that's a subscription that renews every two months because I can't take all the product right now. I need to, I need it to not sit on the shelf for too long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll link all this stuff in the Listener Digest, which you can find uh, on the Substack linked in the description of this episode. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube at youtube.com slash Podcast, And you can send in any questions that you have to us on Instagram at retail.pod. We'll be answering a couple today. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else in terms of official business to get out of the way. Uh, we had a nice little meeting yesterday with the people over at Velibox. Uh, we sold out of the retail therapy candle. Uh, thank you to everyone who bought it. We are going to do a restock of that. And based on early talks, we will have some other candles in the works this year. Should be an exciting time. Yeah. I yeah. wish we had more. Uh, do you think we could just put out like a dozen candle scents this year? Probably. I mean, like, one what, a mo- what, like one a month? Nothing stopping us <laughs> besides time and resources. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's true. We could that's probably true. figure it out. But no, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to, to basically just start brainstorming with you about what we want this next one to smell like. I love uh, number one, mm-hmm. Suede. Um, when it restocks, I encourage everybody to grab one because it – it's great. It's kind of an all weather. It's kind of an all weather scent to me oh, yeah. as well. It's been know? taken. It's been taking the new paint smell out of our place, and it's 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 very very needed. And I'm very happy with the way that it's settling in. Yeah, it's nice. Let's hear from our sponsor of this week's episode, Early Bird CBD. If you're not familiar with Early Bird gummies. I'm going to prompt you to get aware of them right now. It's a hemp product that contains around two and a half milligrams of natural THC and around 12 and a half milligrams of CBD in each gummy. These things are formulated for fun and to make you feel good. Uh, I've been trying early bird for a very, very long time now. I was actually a 
part of the friend group and the guys that uh, actually started the company. And so I've really seen it grow from really nothing to what it is today, which is a very popular gummy brand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can see them everywhere in Austin, Texas, whether you're checking out at a coffee shop or you're staying here for a long weekend, might be on your uh, on your pillow at night when you settle down. It's kind of a nice little touch from the Austin folks here. Wow. Yeah, there's a couple of hotels doing that. But these things are great. Uh, they're not going to get you too lit. Uh, all you have to worry about is uh, taking one, relaxing and enjoying yourself. Uh, I've found that my sleep is absolutely great if I take just one of them and it's nice. And if you want to go out and have a little fun at a concert or something, it kind of loosens you up as well. Go make it happen right now. You can get 20% off your first purchase with promo code WIX, W-I-C-K-S at earlybirdcbd.com. It's Again, that's promo code WIX for 20% off of your order. And make sure to load up your cart because that is a one-time use code for new customers. So just make sure you get enough because you're going to want more. I promise you. I absolutely promise you. Barrett. Last month, uh, we had some we had a listener question, I think, about uh, some ick stuff. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I want to know uh, from our female listeners, I want to know what their men's fashion icks are. And so I put it on up, I put it up on uh, retail.pod on Instagram. And I was shocked by how many responses there were. And I was not shocked by how many of the responses were backed up by other responses. Have you gone through have you gone through I those did. at all? I I looked, I looked through them and it looked, it, you know, you've got some, some bolded ones here. Uh, there were some, there were some main themes, I would say, you know, some things that the, that the ladies are all, they're, they're all, they're all icking right now. You know, I, I feel good that I agreed with some of these icks, but then there were other ones where it was like, I kind of just wanted to jump out and be like, no, no, hold on. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm still like, I still, I, I'm still nervous because I, I do think we're going to expose ourselves on a few of these. I mean, do we just want to d- jump into this list and see what's uh, see what comes out? Well, the the very first one on the list, yeah. Let's let's dive in because okay. the, the, this is the, it's really the only one on the list that's that's uh, that's scary to me because um, your boy has gone in on the hiking boots over the last few seasons. Uh, Huckberry was nice enough to to grant us some some sick demes that I think we both. Were the, by the way, DMAs were perfect for traipsing around Breckenridge. Perfect. Like, couldn't have asked for a better, more secure shoe that I felt amazing in walking around in snow. Like, the so boots were, they were sick. Barrett's bachelor um, party this, was this past weekend yeah. in Breckenridge. And I actually didn't even pack another pair of shoes. The only shoes that I packed were yeah. the DMA boots. That's it. Me too. Because I, I thought, like, I don't need any sneakers. I did pack, I, I did my old man thing where I packed my uh, my new slippers and I was wearing uh-huh. them around yeah, the house, yeah, yeah. which I was I might do on every vacation moving yeah, forward. Yeah, those looked good. They looked good. It was heavenly. Like, I, I, I'm now a slipper guy and I never expected this, but I'm very happy about that. But yeah, those boots really just handled handled it all and came out looking really good. Um, so yeah, this is hiking boots as everyday shoes, and so yeah, just you know, like I, I like the hiking boots. I I I do get it. Like sometimes when I'm getting dressed in the morning, like today, even right, like some of my favorite weather. Right, it's cold but it's sunny. Like at, I I love days like this. Mm-hmm. Fifty degrees but it's sunny, amazing. Uh, and I was like. I could throw on a pair of hiking boots. I could throw, I could do the DMAs. I could do, you know, another pair of hiking boots that I have. But then there is like that in the back of your head. You're like, but I'm not hiking. My or issue like- is I don't like sitting at my, I don't like sitting at my desk all day in clunky boots. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. I do enjoy wearing them out to dinners and stuff like that, especially if we're walking around downtown yeah, or like yeah. going through stuff. I like having an assurance that my, sh- like I'm not ruining some nice pair of shoes that I have. Right, right. So, the, so what, like, yeah, maybe there just has to be a threshold 
for that you have to that you have to meet in order to to feel good about wearing your hiking boots. And that threshold is as simple as you you will be walking around a few blocks in potentially cold or inclement weather. You might slip into you, a gutter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you are simply walking from your car to your desk and then back again, it's like a it's like a no-go. But is this just like the really techie hiking boots? I see, I don't know. I don't know what this means. This could even they could even mean like do they mean Solomon's? Do they mean Solomon's sneakers? They here can't as mean well? Solomon's sneakers. Yeah. They can't mean Solomon's sneakers. No, the ladies right? the ladies love when you wear that teched out Gorp sneakers. I know that much. Yeah. Like because if you're taking a shot at the <laughs> sneaker, you're also taking a shot at like Haley Bieber and stuff, which I know we're not gonna do on right, this because if right. she's wearing those, then I have no I have no place in the world to say that you shouldn't be wearing yeah, those. Yeah, but here's the thing I've never seen Jacob Alordi in a pair of Solomon's. That's so, true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. But he's yeah, he's got he's on that leather grind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh the the most the biggest response that we got from everything. Yeah. I think the this was the biggest response. Yeah. Was tight pants. It was. Skinny jeans, ripped jeans. And this one was especially niche, or not niche, but you know, kind of mm -hmm. whittled down mm -hmm. tight white jeans. So it, like th this this was just all the proof that I needed that like if you are still wearing skinny jeans, it's really time to widen that pant leg. Yeah, yeah. I don't own any pants that I would consider to be skinny. No, that's a lie. I have one pair of uh, kind of techie material pants mm -hmm. that could definitely be considered skinny. I think they even say skinny in the description. Okay. I'm so hesitant to wear them, even though they're like a little, they're a little big on me. Like mm -hmm. I bought them at a time when I was a 34 and not closer to a 32. And like, they don't, they're not your traditional really thin leg thing, but it's still just like. They creep up on my legs so much that I just can't do it right now. Yeah. There'll be a time when I bust them out again, but I'm, I'm, I kind of miss these pants. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the fashion for guys overall, like has gotten like, I, I think this is fair to say it, even though there's some sheer stuff out there happening right now, like it's a lot less. And we've talked about this a little bit, but like there's some sexy stuff guys can do, but fashion for guys like six or seven years ago was a lot more like like slick and sexy and like leathery and like rock starry and like that was like the, the kind of at the forefront right mm -hmm. and so as we've pulled away from that and everything's gotten a little bit looser i think it's natural that the ladies are kind of like that the that are, are are not into the you know looking like looking like you want to be uh fronting a um folk slash rock band yeah and, and like i I also think maybe one of this ick might come from a place where if you are still doing that, it shows that you're not keeping up with like the current trends and the ick might not even be the actual physical look of it as much as it is like, you're not, you're not kind of staying on trend. You're not, you're not doing what everyone else is doing. I'm not saying you need to do what everyone else is doing, but like, you're not aware that those are kind of on the way out. Yeah. It's like, are you not, are you not with it right now? When there's, you, you know, what, what happens like when it, with any trend, like once it becomes kind of the mainstream, it, it, it gets a little bit bastardized when it's, when, when it's just like on everybody. And so like towards the end of the, of the, the movement, I mean, you know, we've talked about sex core, right. And like the, 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 the blokes over across the pond that were just in like stuff that was like, it was jeggings. Basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. Straight you know up. What I mean, straight up. And so it, so what, what at one point was just like very slim denim kind of like turned into uh, you know, why can I see the outline of your teardrop quad muscle? Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, that no, nobody looks good in that. And like, I don't have, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm in the uh, minority here, but like a lot of, 
A lot of people just don't have the lower body to pull off uh, jegging style jeans that right. are going to showcase all of your your stuff. I'm yeah, going to look yeah. like that. You know that pug? <laughs> you know the pug that's got his paws on the, yeah, yeah. the dishwasher? Like that's what I feel like now. <laughs> that meme lives so rent free in my head at all times that I'm like, yeah, I just don't think it's going to go well for me. Yeah. <sighs> what else do we have here? Um, a big one that that I totally agree with, running shoes with jeans. It's just like the ultimate like – it's 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 kind of like the modern uh like i feel like like back in the friends days right like there's the episode where chandler puts on the the sweatpants and he's completely given up right yeah that's kind of that's kind of what running shoes with jeans says is that you you just simply do not care like you do not you have zero interest in looking good at all i don't wear jeans all that often so it's hard for me to really weigh in on this in a valid way. Yeah. But like, I kind of just think that I, I almost think this speaks to just the larger wearing like workout sneakers with pants in general. I wear a lot of like khaki and, you know, whatever. And I, whenever I do that, whenever I wear shoes that I would traditionally wear to go work out. Yeah. That's when I flip into dad mode. Right. And I know that I'm in dad mode and I don't care that I'm in dad mode. If anything, I kind of want someone to see me when I'm out like that especially if I'm with my son and be like, oh, that's a dad who is dadding right now, so let's not interrupt him. Okay, but you're still, even if you're, the, the look that you're describing is still like, it, it it's still kind of like young dad. The look that I'm describing is like you're wearing a pair of Brooks running shoes yeah. with like Levi's 501s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like too it's, easy to get away from. It's complete, like you are, you're 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 steve carell in crazy stupid love basically yeah you just you just have to go find a pair of sneakers like just it it doesn't take much no you can just go get a pair of vans yeah yeah, like a pair of vans remedies all of this for under 60 bucks yeah it's it's just an easy thing to do and i will say that when i was going through a lot of my jean wearing i was mixing in my vans when i would do that because i would look down at myself and just be like yeah this looks very like 46 year old dad it's just not it's not a fun look Mm -hmm. um I, I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start with like the ones that are like really on the top of people's minds. Let's go. Let's let's go shoe adjacent since we were just talking this. But the the brands that got called out were Hey Dudes, Allbirds, Ons in public. I think Ons are acceptable when working out and running and stuff like that. But okay. doing the Ons in public, I think, was the the major issue. And then the dress shoe hybrids that you see all the politicians wearing that Derek Guy calls out pretty much with every tweet. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, uh, like the the ons is are interesting. We've you know like we've clocked those as 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 kind of indicating, especially if you wear it in a certain way, indicating that that you're part of a certain subset or that you you know it it just has they have a lot of connotation. But almost more than that, I feel like this ick is coming from the fact that if you go to Little Woodrow's on like a Friday at seven, it, you're going to see forty two pairs of ons. Yeah, and they all look right? be- they all look beat up. So it's I that's almost like a I feel like I feel like some of these icks, especially that one, are the result of like ubiquity mm-hmm. from a from a certain type of guy. I think ons kind of catch too many strays. Uh, the people that I know who really run love yeah, ons. Yeah, yeah. Like Sally has a friend who recently ran a marathon, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I had to get new ons. My other ones, uh, I've just run too much in them, and they're dead now." But well, like, I, if someone's running a marathon in them, I'm not. I can. I have no place to say like, "Oh, that's a lo- that's a lame shoe." Like, no. If it can carry you that far, I can't say a word. I, I'm not going to talk down on ons. Like, I like I get that it's. I own two pairs. I understand. I have one pair, and I understand that. I, I, now I certainly don't wear them a ton, a, like all the time. Um, but, uh, but 
I appreciate that they were there. There's another brand called out here, Allbirds, and like Ons were kind of the 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 upgrade from Allbirds. Agree. And they're much better than Allbirds. They are much better. A lot better. Much better. I haven't so, even. I feel like I don't even see Allbirds anymore. No, no, they're pretty. They they are they're they're pretty dead. Yeah. Pretty pretty dead. Yep. Uh, and then hey dudes, um, I, I feel lucky that that. I don't see a ton of hey dudes in Austin. No, I, I feel really, I feel nice about that. I, I'm actually shocked by how few I see in Austin versus when you go other places. Like, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. when when I'm at the airport and you see oh. people from all over the place, I'm like, oh, this these are just like people's travel. The shoes airport for sure. is chock full of hey dudes. Yeah, 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 it's amazing to see. It's amazing to see. Um, I think we can probably let's stay in the let's stay in the same lane as kind of like workout stuff that you shouldn't be wearing. Uh, a lot of people said joggers that cinch at the ankles. And I think you and I might have touched on this a little bit last week when it came up that like, oh, I don't even know if this was on air or not, but we were talking about how um, kind of sweatpants have almost replaced the jogger, mm -hmm, like a nice mm -hmm. pair of sweatpants or like a, a well-fitting pair of sweatpants from a company that's not just making them just for you to literally sweat in. Yeah. And like, I feel like that's more evident than ever. And I, I have enough pairs of Lululemon joggers that cinch at the ankle that I still wear for running errands or just tossing on in the morning just to get some clothes on that I, they're not going to get out of my rotation anytime soon, but I definitely don't wear them in the casual nature that I used to as a replacement for just actual pants. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, this is kind of the, the, the look that we're, I think we're probably talking about yeah. right now. And, um, it definitely is out of favor as far as like a, like a daily, it's 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 great for what you're talking about, you know. Like no like no, no harm, no foul on on wearing pants because they're comfortable. But like it's you're not going to be you're you're not on the fashionable spectrum if you're wearing those out for like your 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 cool Saturday coffee run. And you know I also I, mean? I feel like if you go to a rest like if you go to a restaurant that's like you know a sit down restaurant and you're wearing these, I feel like there was a period of time, especially through the pandemic, when people were dressing much more casually and athleisure was just running rampant. I feel like now you're going to be an outlier in the restaurant. You're going to be one of the only people actually wearing those in public in a time when like most people are wearing normal clothes that you'd wear to a nice restaurant where you mm -hmm. go and sit down and share a meal. And that's not saying that I won't ever do this. I would love to go. I would love to go have a nice like long walk in the morning uh, with the fam and then go sit down at a brunch and and be wearing these knowing that I, I earned my uh, my hollandaise sauce, but like, I'm also not actively, I'm actively not putting these on and going out of the house without actually doing something where I might be sweating or getting dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there anything else on here that was kind of like adjacent to, Oh, just lo like, so this was, uh, Lululemon or athleisure exclusive wardrobes. So like, I think this is just the greater, the greater move away from athleisure. The greater like, okay, there's a place for workout clothes and now we're out of that. And now there's a place for just having normal wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and there was kind of like, I, we talked a little bit about this or maybe last year, maybe it was 18 months ago, but you know, there's, there, 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 there was a look maybe five, six, seven years ago that was like a hoodie under a big top coat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that and 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 that's kind of like that's still around a little bit, not as popular as it once was, is like a swerve, but like the I'm I'm thinking about that because I feel like kind of one of the 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 kind of the new model for incorporating athleisure is having something that's casual like that, having something that's sporty, but kind of pairing it with something that's not. 
Can you give an example? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking for one. The the photo that I that I was just able to pull up was like too blurry, but I think I've got another one here. So, um, social parts aside of the Lululemon founders' uh, political opinions, like that aside, I still feel like there's a greater move away from Lululemon, and Lululemon's almost become this word that people are like are are kind of poo pooing whenever it comes up, especially yeah. when it comes to men. I've seen a lot of people trash talking wearing um, men's. Uh, men's Lululemon pants, hmm. which is something that I, I really enjoyed wearing for a long time, but I've just seen so much down talk on it that I'm, I'm gun shy. So naturally I have to bring up, um, a photo from a lookbook from Randy, get ready. I'm a Leon door. Uh, and, uh, th this is, this is kind of like an extreme version of it because everything is very like kind of nice except for the sweatpants. So you're not hitting them with you're not hitting with the tassel loafers and but the sweatpants, right? But so like, but but in a very similar vein, you could do you could do this fit with any other shoes, basically. Yeah, from sneakers on down to like to to clogs to slip ons, Birkenstocks, whatever you want. But then it's like you've got the loose kind of athletic sweatpant. But then your top is a chore coat instead of like a techie, yeah. you know, windbreaker or hoodie exactly. or, 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 or golfy quarter zip. Right. Yeah. And then the, and, and then your beanie is like a wool beanie and not, you know, from like mountain hardware. So just like, it, it's, it's that, that combination. I think that, that, that makes these types of fits work a little bit better right now is that you're, it's not, it's not solely athleisure. You're kind of mixing in some other stuff that, that has a little bit more polished of a look. It's, it. it's more intentional. More, like yeah, you're not, yeah. you're not, you can't just get up from brunch and go work out in the same clothes you're wearing. Ex ex that's a great way to put it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you're it's, not going straight to the gym. You can't just go straight to the gym. There is something else. I remember I, early on when Outdoor Voices was running rampant in Austin, I remember uh, walking into the store. I was a little hungover. I was with some friends who wanted to go see the store and uh, I was wearing a pair of Outdoor Voices joggers. And then I had on a sweater and a uh, wax jacket on top. And one of the salespeople came over to me and she goes, I love how you styled this. And I was like, <laughs> I got bad news for you. I didn't style this. I woke up and put on the most comfortable thing I could find. And then I knew I was going to see friends. So I put on a nice jacket. Um, I, I also feel like I should just caveat real quick, though. Like, if you are actually going to the gym or you're going to go walk the trail or you're getting outside, you're doing like a – if you're doing something active, by all means, you should be in athleisure. Like, don't try to wear a chore coat to, like, go do yoga and then go to – like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's serving, it's fine. If, if it's you're serving, actually it's working out, don't feel guilty. <laughs> don't feel like you're icking girls out. Like, you're working yes, out. You're, you're working on yourself, yeah, yeah, King. Yeah. 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 So um, – What yeah. brands are replacing Lululemon right now? The ones that I see everywhere are Aloe and Vuori. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Vuori is probably like uh, – Vuori makes clothing and athleisure that people really, really like. I, I would struggle to call Vuori more fashionable than Lulu. Lemon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I, I'm just I, seeing it more. But Lulu gets the brunt, I think, because of how popular it is. Yeah. Because the their sales keep climbing. Because like – Ask a guy what their favorite, like, comfortable pant that they can also wear to work with and it's like that they can also wear to work. And, like, 75% of dudes are like, oh, ABC pant. Is it just too, is it just you know too popular? I mean? Is so it, that, too, is like, it's, it has like, has the, the genre of man that wears Lululemon all the time just become such a thing? Yeah. That, that's, that's what I think is, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For like, sure. It's it's become the thing that we all that everyone started to rely on instead of being the thing that we should have been dressing like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cargo shorts were on here. I, I like. I just think that there's a way to do cargo shorts these days that is not icky. 
But then the cargo shorts that are being referenced as the ick are the ones that are just like clearly like just from forever ago. Yeah. Yes. Um, also, I'm uh, but I, I can I, I'm just telling you now, like if I put a pair of shorts on that maybe have like a little cargo pocket or a little something extra on it. That Lara's not like, yeah, those are good. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I the, the struggle that I've had lately with shorts in general and cargo shorts would only amplify this is not feeling camp counselor. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the, the color green's been so in lately in over the past few years that like I've bought some dark green shorts and whenever I put them on, I'm like, oh, I look like I'm going to go check on hikers on this trail. Yeah. Yeah. I look like I'm going to lead everyone from the ropes course down to the, uh, uh, the art class that we're we're about to do. I, I look shorts are they're not the easiest thing in the world when it comes to avoiding icks. I'll I'll say that much. Well, they, you know we also I mean? have long shorts, shorts over the knee, and then they people were saying basketball shorts, but what they were really saying was um, shorts that are meant for one use like basketball or working out that you're wearing just like casually. Yeah. And I yeah. think basketball shorts take the L here because they are baggier and traditionally more like they have like a w- much longer inseam mm-hmm. unless you're buying them from like a high fashion company like Amelion Dor who does like a five and a half inch, five and a half inch inseam. Don't shrug when it's said, Randy. Hey, you guys don't just shrug when it's out. said. I don't know. I don't know how much I'm supposed to ring the bell. Yeah. How, he what, looked, what, he looked what up, are the bell rules? Randy like looked over at the bell. Randy, no, we're talking about two different topics here. We're talking about shorts now. I feel like this would be a 20 minute bell. Ring. Randy, Randy was sitting there and he looks, he, he looks over at the bell over his shoulder and goes, mm, no, not worried about it. Didn't Phase. It. Didn't earn it. Like yeah. he registered it. For, like that's that's at least good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the only basketball shorts that I currently own are ones that have the five and a half inch inseam, and like I, I they're the, they're really comfortable. But I really I just don't feel comfortable wearing mesh shorts in general right now in public. Yeah, there there's a I, I think sometimes what happens, and this is I'm speaking from personal experience. When you get into the sportier shorts, and then even like the shorter ones, even though they're more fashionable, you start pairing that with like your white socks and your New Balance or your sneakers or whatever, and like suddenly, suddenly you look like a kid at PE mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I can see why that's kind of a nick. It's really hard to do sneakers with shorts in general. So yeah, that's especially that's why that's, 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 that that, that, that's you know I like. I, I used to have my, my, my rule back in the day, like that, uh, like even in August, I was if I, when I'm, when leaving the house after 6 PM, like I just wasn't going to wear shorts. And now obviously I, I don't have to, 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 to keep things that, that strict, but, um, sh- shorts, I'm, they're dangerous territory for X. I, I believe that. I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you go too short, then it's then like that's the ick is yes. like, why are you showing so much thought? Right. Like yeah. l- your yeah, yeah, leg yeah. hair is icking me out. <laughs> I've always had short legs, which means that I've always had to trench a little shorter for shorts. And like there was a time in my life where you couldn't find anything shorter than seven inches. And yeah. I was like, I need I need the five and a half to six and a half range in my life. Yeah. Any, any time that like the trend is trending long, I'm just I'm just gasping for air. I have nothing. Anything else sticking out to you? No, I like I I don't feel the need to like rag on tech bro vests because do we need a, to? It's kind of a duh. Do we need to? Yeah, yeah. The short sleeve button ups was on here, and I feel like that is just a that's that has to be a thing that is, um, geographic. Like I refuse to believe that girls in Austin are grossed out by guys wearing short sleeve button downs uh-huh. because like 
it's you have to here. Right. You can't right. wear a long sleeve shirt in the <laughs> middle of summer, but you also can't show up to places without a collared shirt on. A lot of the times, you just have to find a good collared shirt. Yeah, I think that one's just too vague. Like what? Yeah. Like what? Like what do you mean short sleeve button up? Like, like do you corridors, mean like, a... like the like every guy lo- like has yeah. scrolled corridor, been hit right. with their ads, and been like, oh, these are really nice looking shirts. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with no, it. No, I don't think so. Uh, people said sandals that aren't Birkenstocks or just flip flops in general. Classic. Classic. I, yeah. That just shows the brand power of Birkenstock right now, too. Like, I, yeah. if, if Birkenstocks weren't cool with uh, the ladies right now, I guarantee that this would, that sandals that aren't Birkenstocks is on the list and just be all sandals. Yeah. I got called out for wearing Birkenstocks open toed to a Texas game this year by somebody. Uh, she was just, we were talking in the line waiting for beers and stuff, and she started making fun of how we were all dressed. And I was like, oh, well, you got to hate my Birkenstocks right now. And she goes, don't even get me started. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And she's like, you don't even take care of your toes. And I was like, oh, you've already like assessed my whole situation. Like uh, she already knew. It, well, it, I, I, it, it's bordering on unhinged to wear open toe sandals to a UT game. That, that's, that's wild. Can I, t- can I just say something that's going to sound ridiculous <laughs> in, in this moment? I was kind of feeling a little unhinged that day. <laughs> like, like I woke up that morning and I knew that I was going with like three guys that all uh-huh. wanted to drink the entire game. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm feeling like I can do whatever I want today. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Birkenstocks to the game. She was right. I, 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 she's right. I don't take care of my toes. There's no way. The way that I take care of my toes is how Jacob Elordi sits in all the movies now, where he's uh-huh. just picking at himself like a monkey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last one that was also the the, one of the most popular ones on there was bare ankles, no socks with loafers, no show socks, uh, short suits that reveal ankle. Ankles could not be more out than they are I, right I now. I mean, that's the Emrata effect. It you is. Know? All it the, is. All the, all, the, all the ladies heard that, and they were just like, yeah, ankles suck. I mean, here's the thing. I can't talk because ever since Emirata said that, I have been wearing socks every single day. Yeah. Every single day. Have not not put on socks since she said that. Look, this is why I am a tried and true believer in the quarter crew sock because because otherwise you can't win. You're either showing a little bit too much sock because it's not all it's not all the way, or you go full no show, and then your then your ankles are just on display, and we obviously we hate that. And then you go full h- higher sock, which sometimes works, but sometimes is giving child at PE. So like yeah, yeah, you know. When it comes to suits, I have I have adopted, and and Derek Guy recently tweeted about wearing uh, calf socks with suits. It is tough when you see like the the leg get crossed and mm. then suddenly there's like a short sock and like a really formal right, right. thing. Yeah. You really can't have that. Yeah, Having yeah. some nice formal socks or at least tall socks, it looks so much better when you cross your legs at something like that and you show a little and you don't show a little ankle. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've been I've been I've been sock pilled. <laughs> I can't I can't help it at this point. If Emrata tells me how to dress, I'm probably gonna listen. And yeah. I, I never realized that's how my life works at this point. <laughs> Uh, should we move on to our uh, next subject, yeah. the Golden Globes? Uh, on, on the, I, I don't think we, de- I don't think I deserve this on the tale of the bachelor party, Barrett. But you know, any time that you're coming home from something like that, maybe you have a delayed flight, maybe you had to wait a few hours in in baggage check. I don't know, I don't yeah, know what you had knows? to do. Yeah. Um, but it's always nice to know that you have something to go home and watch. Normally, for me, this would be something on HBO, a Succession. Uh, just one of their, one of their, just like a, a white Lotus episode. That's what really gets me up on Sunday nights these right, days. Right. But in a, in a time of need, an award show will always do. And if that award shows the golden globes, I'm usually very happy about this. 
I've always loved the Golden Globes mainly because it covers both TV and movies, which you only really get with, I think, the Emmys and the SAG Awards. Uh, it's just the Golden Globes. It's just the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is the... Is, oh, yeah, because Emmys is just TV. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think it's the best crew when it comes to attendees for it because I think I, I watch so much television that I it's hard for me to dip into the movies as much. Right. Um, it seems to be the loosest of the award shows. They've always got the bottles of... Uh, Moet sitting there just getting poured up for everybody. I just like the Golden Globes. Do you feel the same way about it? Does it yeah. move the needle for you compared to like the Oscars? Yeah. So we 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 actually just touched on this on on this week's uh, oysters, clams, and cockles as well. Obviously relevant to that podcast uh, too. And th this was don't, don't forget that the Golden Globes kind of got themselves canceled because the Hollywood Foreign Press was pretty much just a bunch of white people. Yeah. Um. And they 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 were not very diverse in their nominations, their selections. Etc. Um, they, they have. A, they, I think they are working on. They, they have made some changes. They are working on continued changes, uh, and they were able to bring back the Golden Globes in full force. And I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna say here that I hope that they are doing all the right things to to continue making progress on 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 the areas that they were falling uh, very short. Now, having said that. That, that yes, the Globes are awesome because no no other award show packs in the celebrities like the Globes do. And my, what a return this was! Because it was they, great. They had everybody there. Name a celebrity. Just name one. Randy, name a celebrity. Uh, name a huge celebrity. Uh, uh, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> stumped me. Yeah, he, he got me. He got me. Um, but like. It, it was it was Bradley Cooper, Leonardo DiCaprio, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Margot, Margot Robbie, Emma Stone, like they were Selena Gomez, hey, Timothy Chalamet, Kylie Jenner, Miles Teller. They were all there. Like everybody was there. It's and because that, that, it covers everything. More, so who, I, it, more award shows need this kind of clout to like just of, have everyone there. Like, of course, I I want to watch. The, the 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 hottest room ever and it was like notable because so many people were getting up there in their speeches and being like this room is wildly intimidating like <laughs> I, I, I think it's the first time i've ever watched where multiple people got up there and were just like this is kind of scary because you're you're all here meryl streep was she was there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like it's just it was everybody man that was it, that that was great um now there was obviously like some great tea happening as well I'm talking, of course, about when Selena Gomez tried to take a photo with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie said, uh-uh. So you don't believe her alibi? Oh, what was the alibi? Her alibi was that she told them about two people who had hooked up, and that was the shock. I I like the story more Selena, of her wanting to— That's Selena Gomez? Is that That's what she was saying? That's what that, she said. She said in an Instagram comment that she was telling them about two people that had hooked up, and they were shocked by it. No, because later you can see Kaylee Teller going, Timothy? Dude— she absolutely got denied a photo with Charlotte. She got Chalamet. denied a photo with yeah. Is, was that, this, that's was this Kylie? This was Kylie's denial. We think yeah, because Kylie is riding for Haley Bieber in this in the situation. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. Yep. Sorry, uh, you you can't cross lines like that. This is like a middle school dance, I, man. You can't you can't go and ask someone else's date to to dance look, like I'm, during this final song. I'm not gonna lie. It it was. I was somewhat incredulous about the fact that Selena would have to ask to take a picture with Timothy. Yeah. They're both massive stars. True. It seems like you just walk up and start talking. and But then, I don't know, maybe she was like, hey, Kylie, will you take a photo of us? Yeah. And then Kylie was like, 
I'm good. I, to be honest, <laughs> if I'm Kylie, I'm probably doing the same thing. Maybe it's because I have a chip on my shoulder because I've always been the, hey, will you, like, Will, you're good at taking photos. Will you take a photo of uh-huh. us? Like, I, that's been following yeah. me around for a long I do time that now. To you. Yeah. But, like, now I'm like, nah. No, I, I, I did enjoy it on your bachelor party, me just being like, all right, like, Barrett's got all his crew there from childhood. <laughs> so if I need to take photos of them, I, I can just sit back and do this instead of like forcing myself into a photo with like all of his old boys. And they're going to be like, why was Will in this photo? <laughs> But, um, uh, but yeah, it, so it had, I mean, it just had everything. It had the, it, it had the drama, it had the celebs, like what was not to like? It had Joe Coy bombing jokes. Like I, I almost feel like Joe Coy bombing really, uh, kind of banded everyone together a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Like we, like we needed someone to bomb instead of having like a really good host that took up, took up uh, good airtime. It was almost nice to have something to rally around. And honestly, like not, uh, this is not a new take at this point, but like if Joe Coy had just gone up there and like done a really good job or even crushed it, nobody would be talking about how Joe Coy crushed it. Yeah. They wouldn't be like, oh, you know what the best part <laughs> of the show is? He's not was? getting any credit. That, com- <laughs> that comedian who nobody has really ever heard of that much he did, he just did a bang up job. What a what a guy. Oh, no, yeah. bombing was the way to go, man. Now his name's on everybody's tongue. Now I know who this guy is. Like th- this is great. It was great press for him. Do you have any do you have any awards that went out that you either completely agreed with and you were glad that it happened or do you have any awards that went out where you were like, eh, I don't really see why this won?" Um I I I honestly I I think that they they kind of got everything right for me especially on the tv side um the bear and succession were my top two shows of the year they each won their their uh their respective categories what's your feeling um, on the bear being a part of uh the comedy, comedy category yeah the, the that's something that 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 the emmys and the globes and they they, they got to figure that out because obviously shows like barry and the bear are far more to for me lean way more into the drama than they do into the comedy. Like they are, yes, they both have light moments that are supposed to be funny, but like these are these are not comedies. No, these are you no. know what I mean? Barry Barry got got to the point where it was so tense I I stopped. Yeah. Like yeah. I respect I respect Barry. I, I I honestly wish they would just do a spin-off with Noho Hank that I can just right. watch. Even if it was just like a little like 10 minute, 10 minute uh short series with Noho Hank, I would watch the hell out of that. But yeah, both of those shows, they have their laugh out loud moments, but those laugh out loud moments are all derived from really dark moments that yes, you need yeah. the surprise of a joke to kind of take you out of it almost. Yeah. So that, and I don't, I, I don't have a good solution, by the way. Like, I don't know, like, do you, like, it's, it's weird. I understand that it's weird moving like a 30 minute show into the full on drama category. And then are people are going to, are people going to take the bear as seriously up against succession? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting question. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot more talk about that though, because the, the you know, shows like the bear are going to continue coming out. Um, did you watch like, beef? No. Um, but it was probably the show that I saw on the most like top 10 lists from the end of the year. And that, that I, it's like the one that stood out as I, I hadn't seen it. I think, I think I just need to take the L and realize that I'm one of the people that just didn't enjoy it. Okay. I think it was, I did, I didn't love how it all unfolded. I didn't, I didn't love the storyline. I didn't identify with a lot of the characters because of mainly because their character flaws were so significant that mm-hmm. I just didn't love it. And so I was, I didn't really know anything about beef outside of my, my plane rides that I watched it on. 
I didn't like read about it because I mainly because I didn't enjoy it that much. I was shocked when both leads won and then beef won for best miniseries. But then I looked at the everything else. Like I guess I haven't seen Fargo, but I guess they would be basing this on Fargo season four. Uh the the current season. It's it was it's the current season, so I think that's five. Okay, and I, Daisy Jones and the Six got such a claim that I was just I was very surprised to see Beef rise to the top there. Yeah, um, but the vibes in Beef are unparalleled. Have you like the one thing that I loved about that show was the house that they had, the way that they styled all the characters in the show was incredible. Um, just every like they understood the aesthetic portion of branding the show. Yeah, that made it really, really, really good. And even the even the guy who was. Uh, kind of he was like the poor guy in the show who was really just fighting to to make money and get ahead like they just they did a good job with that but there maybe the show just made me too uncomfortable but yeah. i was just very that was the one that really surprised me that one uh that took home numerous awards that i was like oh i was not expecting that because i didn't realize how many people loved it but yeah i'm the sa same as you like the further i get away from the bear the more that i i really realize how great of a show that is and then um Succession obviously needed to clean up in some awards categories just just because it was the final season. Totally. Think and they'll I mean, ever do a Succession I, movie? I don't think so. I don't no. think so either. I no. think the, the actors in it have, have gotten too uh, acclaimed at this point to go back and do a movie. And, and uh, I mean, the fact that Jesse Armstrong may, was able to make the decision to end it when he did, mm -hmm. like, I think proves that, it, that, that he is really good with that decision. Because like what? it would have been super easy to do at least one more season. What if we got a Veep style sidebar show of just Connor running for president? <laughs> would that? <laughs> what if we just got that? I would take that. I I would be okay with that. I would but watch the, that. But then you then you like you need the siblings to pop in. You, you know do. what I mean? You and do. that and then it's like, uh, okay. Jeremy no. Strong's not he's not gonna return for another like No, no, no. He got that, so snubbed by the SAG Awards, that, by the way. That wouldn't make sense dramaturgically. Brian, dramaturgically makes zero <laughs> sense. Brian Cox got a SAG nomination for best actor in that and, and no Jeremy, Jeremy Strong, Strong nowhere to be found. Are you sure it wasn't like they did they split it into two? Like, was Brian Cox in supporting for that and Jeremy Strong was in Maine or something? And like, I maybe lead? I misread it, but I, I saw a tweet saying, like, how is Brian Cox up for this and not Jeremy Strong? This does not make sense. And which which, which awards was that? Uh, this was the SAG. Let me see SAG huh. best drama, uh, best actor drama series 2024. Let's see what comes up because I, I, I don't want to get this wrong. I don't want to get this wrong. Let's see. I don't uh, think the twenty twenty. I don't. I don't. They. I don't know if the nominations have. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they came are. out a couple of days ago. Yeah. I'm gonna press continue without supporting us because that's what I do. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, this is just loading so slowly with this. Okay, got it. Best male actor in a television series. Uh, no, that's limited. God, sorry, this is terrible. Okay, best male actor in drama series: Brian Cox, Successions; Billy Crudup, Morning Show; Kieran Culkin, Succession; Matthew McFadden, Succession; that, yeah, Pedro you're right. Pascal, The Last of that, Us. That's amazing. He was in two episodes. There's three episodes. Like that is Jeremy really Strong carried that, the season. The season ended with him yeah, looking yeah, sadly yeah. out. Like what? no, and I, and I like I liked the Kieran Culkin win because he his character elevated. He was doing like. He earned it. He took it to another level and earned it. And Jeremy Strong has already won. 
And so it was, it was you know, it's kind of like, like I, like I was down with that, but Jeremy, Jeremy Strong's like an all time performance. That, yeah. it, it just makes no sense that he would be the odd man out there. Yeah, that is strange. It's, it just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe they, maybe he's won enough in his life. Who knows? How did uh, you feel about, um, speaking of Globes, our guy, our new guy, Barry Kogan, Barry Keoghan? Keo- so Keoghan? I, I, I read this. He was at Dublin Comic Con uh, in, in Ireland in 2022, and he said, Keoghan. Yeah. You pronounce the G, or at least I do. Okay. Uh, now, I, did you listen to that out loud, or did you, did you read that? I read this. Okay. I read this. So we still haven't heard him say it. No. Okay. Need to hear him say it. All right. But well, it, it would be it's on it's too on brand for us to not yeah, to say it correctly. That, that's true. Uh, my my guy Barry K. He, he was in an outfit that I um not to you know uh pat my own back, but like I I immediately I knew this was Louis Vuitton from the jump. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the square pattern kind of gives it away. It speaking of unhinged, it's a little weird. It's a little out there. His out his his, his fit for the his fit for the globes. Yeah. Here's uh, the thing. He's got so many moving parts around him right now that he's allowed to take liberties like this and, and let his PR team sort it out. It doesn't matter. Like he's 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 as hot as it comes in Hollywood right now outside outside of uh, yeah. Ao Debris. Like outside of her. Like he he's on the come up yeah. at, at a clip that we can't really fathom. He's allowed to have a ridiculous fit like this for his first major award show. Well, I, right. And Ross and I talked a little bit about this too. But like because of the, you got you you need to finish Saltburn because of the role. He can't just show up looking normal, yeah. polished, and a regular ass tux. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a that guy now. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm a little. You don't you don't know what I might do. You have to dress high fashion and be high fashion, and his trajectory is being as high fashion as it gets. And you yes. can't do that if you're showing up. Just, like what wh- you wear, you wear a like normal, classic, perfect looking tux. Once you're one of the actual like Hollywood elites, when you're the Leo, when you're the Bradley Cooper, when you're those yeah, guys. Yeah. But when you're when you're the young gun coming up and you're in a movie like Saltburn, you right. got to show up in the wild boy outfit. And I think he did it correctly, even if it's not the best look. His his whole persona, his look, his the everything about him is just like a little. He's an edgy. He's an edgier dude. You know what I mean? My favorite tweet that I saw from this was someone just quote tweet or someone just tweeted the photo of him in in his outfit. And it just said. Uh, Negroni Spagliato with <laughs> Prosecco in it. And I was like, yep, yeah, that, that's a similar fit. Uh, the, the, the Ruby uh, Diamond, that, that was my favorite. That was my favorite little accoutrement here. Um, and every time I see, every time I see a, a what's on a, that brooch, a celeb just absolutely dominating um, an earring, I always, I always tell Laura, I say, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, you're going to come around. But in like the next year, maybe 18, you're going to, you're going to be down with me getting an earring. It's I mean, gonna it's gonna happen. You could she could be walking down the aisle and just see this little glimmer. <laughs> just a little that's my uh yeah, yeah that's my 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 bride's gift. Yeah, my, uh, you know, day Laura, gift. I thought I thought it was so sweet how you were crying as you were walking down the aisle. It's like it wasn't happiness. It's because I saw Barrett had a giant ruby earring in after Bar- after Barry Kay had one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean he is he, for, he he's obviously one to watch um both in Hollywood and Maybe as a 
He's in, he's so interesting to me because my initial introduction to him was through uh, Banshees of Inisherin, right? Same. Where he was same. just this like hard up young kid who yeah. was just trying to find one single girl to look at him, <laughs> and he couldn't do it. That dream's gone. And like it's just it's, to see him now become this like sex icon is just a great thing. He's he's on the ultimate come up. It's time though. Like we've we've already anointed Paul Mescal. We've already anointed Jacob Elordi. Yeah, he needs he needs to be in the conversation Is at he all in times. The conversation. I yeah. think he has to be right now. Okay. All until right. until he does something that I, I don't approve of. But like right now, if it's one of those three, I'm probably going to support it relentlessly for yeah. no reason. Is that like the is that like the ideal like bar bar hang right now like yeah Barry K Alordi and Mezcal ideal ideal pub circle pub, pub hang? yeah yeah ideal pub, pub hang I would definitely fill out that for some yeah. that would be a fun one yeah should we do an aesthetic of the week uh, this is a big one it's everywhere <laughs> people uh, people uh, it, it it's it, yeah yeah we got to talk about uh, about this aesthetic big hair furs and mini skirts mob wife aesthetic is winter's hottest trend full of sexiness opulence and confidence. So you said that you've been you've been getting sent a lot of stuff about the uh, mob wife. Yeah, yeah. So um, this started happening a day ago or so, maybe three, maybe two or three even. Uh, Laura started telling me that um, that clean girl is out, mob wife is in. That 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 yeah. So I'll, I'll let me see if I can pull up some reels as well uh, that she that she sent me. This says uh, <laughs> I'm just going to read a little thing here. Uh, it says, uh, putting the bada bing back in fashion after the QT crop tops and hip-hugging jeans of the Y2K resurgence have had their fair run. Glamour gals of Gotham are going gangster with their garb in the saucy mob wife, wife aesthetic trend. Leading ladies in mob movies always ooze sexiness, opulence, and confidence, Manhattaner Kayla Trivieri, 28, told The Post, tipping her hat to the hardcore heroines of street crime classics such as Lorraine Bracco and Goodfellas, Sharon Stone and Casino, and Edie Falco yes. as the iconic Carmela Carmela Soprano. Soprano, baby. Indeed, indeed. Um, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just my my Sopranos affinity. Maybe right? it's just that I've always kind of just been enthralled by this. Maybe it's the 90s throwback. But, like, I mean, where – do you have to have a faux fur jacket if you're doing this? I think you do have yes, and and I, you got y'all can y'all can send in your 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 uh, your thoughts on this. I feel like what I'm hearing right now is that vintage fur is okay. So that's I was actually just going to ask you this. Like, so my mom has a fur coat from like way back when, and the only time I ever see her wear it is to a Christmas Eve uh, at church. For some reason, that is the only time that she's worn it in the last however many years. I think she feels like it's a little gaudy, a little ridiculous. But I'm like, okay, at some point, I know my sister's not going to want this this jacket. Actually, she might. Who knows? Um, but I, I'm like, is Sally going to inherit this really nice fur coat at some point? And is she ever going to be allowed to wear this? Because like the just the general feeling towards fur coats is obviously and justifiably yes, yep. uh, timid. <laughs> but but like, yeah, if, if it's a vintage one, like this thing's been dead for years. Like, I think we need to allow people to at least use get use out of it. That's the whole thing about like, you know, people talking about using the whole animal and stuff. We can't just do away with the vintage ones at this point. We got to right. keep them going. Yeah, I think I it sounds like that's right. Here's uh, here's Queen Dua Lipa right here pulling off the look um, very well, I would say. And it's just a massive it's a massive fur or faux fur coat. Um, and the, the, the hair is big, like the New York Post mentioned. I, I think what's what's interesting here is that 
the I, I saw a reel that I, I cannot pull up because I think I saw it on somebody else's phone, but it was it was specifically talking about how clean girl out, mob wife in. The thing is, they're they're kind of tied. There's some similarities in the in like the accessorizing and like a lot of the gold jewelry, kind of gaudy gold jewelry, kind of gaudy gold jewelry. Yes, so that because yeah, that's you can, true. You can carry that over, and then it's almost like you're just like adding. You kind of like ditching the oversized blazer, maybe, and like replacing it with like some kind of like big gaudy coat. Here's J. Law. Someone said, um, "Look at me, Prince," which I think is a good yeah, way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, animal prints or just loud prints. I'm also gonna uh, look. I'm I, I I'm just alerting. I'm alerting the the press right now. That's a side part. That's a side it's part of Jennifer Lawrence. I, I just, I'm just saying. They, they, Barrett, they, this they, is a good, this is they, a good draw. They, they've been out for a long, long time. It's been center part or your, or your chuggy and old and get out. And there, there is Jennifer Lawrence, um, crushing mob wife. It's got the glam, the velvet dress, the, the, the leopard print, the, the fur, the fur, the faux fur and a side part. I feel like I need to watch more Jennifer Lawrence movies. Yeah. Um, She's she just maintains her status uh, as just being being a very popular person in Hollywood with uh, honestly a very minimal amount of coverage outside of the work that she does in her movies and then the press tours that she does for those. But in between her movies, I feel like you don't hear anything from Jennifer Lawrence these days. And I, I think it makes me like her even more because I'm not getting overexposed to her. And I yeah. just get these small uh, small right. little bouts of her when it comes to her movies that she, I think, I, for, I mean, the things that I've seen her in, she's been great, but I don't think I've seen her in some of her best movies. She did She did crush her. I, I, I got a lot of entertainment out of her uh, mouthing, if I don't win, I'm leaving. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. good. It was good. A, lot, a she, lot of people do bad bits during she's, that. She's got a personality, man. She's got a great personality. Can we do a couple listener questions before we get out of here and do our wish list? Of course. Okay. Our first one. Uh, this one's been on our list for a long time to talk about. Uh, how to shop for pants when you're a short king. Uh, I'm not I, I'm not classified as a traditional short king, but I do feel as though I can weigh on in this question in a genuine way because if you take me from the bottom down, I am a short king. I have very short <laughs> legs. I've always had short legs, and I've always – worn shorter inseams on like shorts and stuff to make my legs look a little longer or at least try to give the appearance. But I mean, it is hard out there for the short Kings. And I say this as someone who doesn't always find 30 inch inseams everywhere. What's your inseam like these days? Yeah. I, 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 uh, if a brand offers a 30, that is what I'm buying. And then, and even then sometimes I have to get something tailored if, if I need it to, or want it to fit a certain way with like very little break. Um, so yeah, the, the, I, I, the, the real key to this, to answering this question, it's, it's kind of a two-parter for me. One is to shop brands that offer shorter inseams. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, uh, you know, the, the, the upside there is that there are lots of brands that do that. The downside is that they are mostly like the kind of mass market brands that maybe you were trying to diversify from. Yeah. But like J. Crew, Bonobos, uh, Banana Republic, um, uh, Abercrombie, like the Uniqlo, like all these brands that we that we typically mention when we're kind of like, you know, here's where to get something quick or here's where to get something a little bit more affordable, like that type of stuff. Like those brands, Levi's, uh, all offer shorter inseams, um, and so you just like that 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 is where I start is look at the brands that offer the shorter inseams. Um, because t tailoring, which is the second part of it, 
it's a dice roll, man. Like uh, it is the, a dice roll. You know, I, I mostly feel comfortable doing it at this point because I feel like I'm experienced enough to know that like, like when I get a pair of pants from like a more fashionable brand, right. So, uh, brands that are offering one inseam, I can kind of tell whether they're going to hem well or not. Yeah. Whether the shape is going to retain, like, re, re, like if it's going to retain the intended fit, look, all of that. But, but then you're, then you're making a decision. Like if, if it's a pair of jeans, you're lopping off the original hem, which is kind of, you, you, I always you don't feel, know. I always feel weird about on an, on an expensive pair of jeans because mm-hmm. part of what you're paying for is the wash and the distressing. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it's learning when to hem and when to not. And then outside of that, you got to shop the brands that are offering the shorter inseams. It's just difficult. Like I, I bought some pants, uh, like one of the brands that sticks out to me that just does you have to get them hemmed is Taylor Stitch and they kind of do like a little more workwear looking pant they have different fabrics that are all good looking fabrics but it's difficult to shop there because I'm hemming off so much of the pant that right. it does change the shape of it and so the last time that I got a pair of unhemmed pants hemmed that were more casual pants and not suit pants um, was after our New York trip I bought a pair of pants from Drake's that were like 34 inch length uh, and so what I did in order to try to make sure that I w- uh, liked the pants was I just started rolling them and wearing them around just to see like what length I actually wanted them to be at and where if, if it would actually work at that length. I've never been opposed to just cuffing some pants anyway, but yep. I, these are such nice pants that I just didn't want to do that. And going in, I had them... I had them not touch the pants at all outside of just taking them up a little bit because I wanted to maintain a straight leg and I didn't want to like, I didn't want to slim out the pants too much right? and then realize I've done that enough with golf pants where they've slimmed them out a little bit and I'm like, oh, now I'm just wearing joggers or skinny jeans again. And so it's, it's just a difficult thing, but like, yeah, what I do is I try to find the brands that actually offer a 34, 30, or a 32, 30, 33, 30. If they offer a 33, 30, I'm just like, okay, I have to at least try these pants because so many people don't even offer that. But like, yeah, getting them hemmed after is just, it is a roll of the dice. And I feel like that can only happen when you have like a nicer pair that's bought from a company that you like really stand behind. Otherwise, you just really do need to go find a company that offers the exact size that you have. Yeah, um, a brand that that we mentioned that we highlighted last week, uh, Uniqlo, it even offers the hemming right away. When you buy the pants, you can pay five extra dollars and you can go pick your exact inseam length down to the half inch. That's wild. So I have that, not seen this. Yeah, that just just a little something to know about them. Um, what is it, like? What's the normal inseam of these pants that they're offering? As well, so I'm. I, that's a. Good question. They don't offer longer, like on this pair of pants, I've got the wide leg, uh, wide fit pleated pants pulled up. They're not offering anything shorter or anything longer than a 28 and a half. So my guess is that they're a 29. There are size charts on Uniqlo. So you, you can kind of figure this out. And again, um, especially when you are going for something slightly more forward, something slightly with a, with a wider leg or a dropped crotch or anything like that, you got to pay attention to, 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 to what's happening here. Uh, like you might want to order a pair with that, like with, that you don't hem first, so you can figure out what what size inseam you actually need. Because obviously, inseam also has to factor in the rise of the pants to get the full length right. Mm-hmm. So just be, you know, don't rush into this. But five bucks to do that is that's that, kind of worth a flyer a, on a pair it, of forty nine dollars pants. It's a great pants. deal, and I I might be wrong. I don't think I am here, but you can 
it choosing that option does not like make them final sale either. I don't believe. Like I think you can. I think you can still return. So um, something I need to do, and I, I, I think part of my hesitation in doing it is that my weight fluctuates so much all the time that like my measurements might change a little bit. But like the areas where the, the measurements are changing are not areas that I need to worry about too much. It's all going to be in some range. Yeah. But like I really need to figure out my exact measurements across my entire body and just keep it in a note on my phone so that like going to eBay or something like that and just seeing the exact measurements right. and being able to filter and get some vintage pants or something like in that that vein I just I don't have that perfectly down and I feel like if I did have that down it'd be a lot easier for me to go out and buy pants that might be secondhand or vintage that I'd really like that would fit me perfectly and be high quality mainly cuz a lot of the stuff that's found vintage is going to yep. be a little nicer. Yep. And so that that might even be a route that that you can take where it's just get your exact measurements, figure it out and go sort sort for some uh stuff on on eBay. Yeah. Like uh, eBay is a place where maybe that's a resolution that should have been on my resolutions last week. I would like to buy more vintage stuff on eBay this year. I think it's very doable. I think I just need to take the dive and start scrolling through eBay. Yeah. Uh one other brand that I'll shout out here that is that isn't outside of the the kind of core uh, mainstream brands that we that we listed is Nudie Nudie Jeans. Okay, is a is a is a, um, a a great brand that I've had a lot of success with. They do they've got a full line of clothes. Um, it's not just jeans. They do pants. They do outerwear, shirts, tees, accessories, everything. And they offer pretty much every single pair of their pants in a massive array of sizes, including. Sometimes I think 28 lengths as well as 30, 32, 34. Like that. So that's a, if you want to spend a little bit more, get something a little bit like, uh, you know, more off the beaten path, check out Nudie as well if, if you need the shorter inseams. We are recording this on Friday, so I can't guarantee this will be live Sunday, but they are doing a pretty good sale right now. Okay. So if, if, nude, if jeans are something you're in the need for and, and you trust Barrett right now, don't hesitate to go over there because yeah. I think everything's about 30% off right now. Is it time for wish list? I think so. I've got three things on my wish list this week. I'm letting you start. Mainly because last week I just didn't have anything other than just hoping that people would reach out. To anyone who reached out to me, thank you so much. Uh, you've helped me very much on my journey. Uh, this is one from our boys over at Canoe Club. They've got some uh, Ralph Lauren on uh, RRL on, on sale right now. And they have this in my size. And I might take a flyer on these. I might try it out. Uh, I've, I don't own any RRL. You've, you've picked my interest as of late. And uh, I'm never opposed to a little paint slatter or slatter uh, splatter, so yeah, I can sure. steal some uh, some valor from right. some artists out there. Um, and these just look like a nice pair of pants that I think I could figure out. So I, it might happen. Um, and they're on sale right now, uh, uh, significantly. Yeah, this is a great pair of pants. Yeah, so I, I this might this might happen for me. It's they, they, the only size left is my size. I think I just got to help them out and just get clear you, that shelf for them. You might have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll appreciate that. The other one, uh, I'm in my pants. I need new pants. I've been wearing the same pants like pretty much every day these days. Uh, Abercrombie, uh, I've already been thinking about these. Our episode last week really started making me think about it more. And I think I'm going to dip into their athletic loose workwear pant. Um, I, I have bought some expensive workwear pants in the past, and it's just been difficult to make them work. Doing something with Abercrombie for $76 just feels a lot more doable, and I won't beat myself up if they're not perfect because, you know, they were a good price. Yeah. They're on sale right now. They've got a ton of different colors. I might skew a little brown. Might lean into the brown this year since we know it's obviously hot and in. Um, and then the final thing I have on my list right now is the Nike ACG Russet Mock, uh, which is uh, something that, I don't know, I've been inspired lately. Uh, I got these Merrill trail shoes 
Um, and while they've treated me really well, well enough that I even brought them on the bachelor party. These and are wore your, them around your, the house. your slippies? I kind of want to get some of these. Uh, the, the shoes that I've been wearing, the Merrells, while they're so comfortable and they're incredible, I can already tell that they're going to smell. I'm not usually okay. a smelly feet boy. <laughs> and uh, I so I think I need another pair that I can kind of mix in every once in a while. And I just kind of like these. I kind of like the look of them. They're kinda, they give gnome. They uh, they do give gnome. They I, give gnome. Yeah, yeah they do. They yeah, do. but I, I mean, you know, I'm a gnome core guy, and uh, I don't know. I Nike ACG is always just something. They've always got interesting stuff, and I just kind of am into it. So they don't have them in my size currently, so I might need to be do a little bit of uh, research as this is my definitely my favorite color of them. But yeah, I think I think I'm entering my uh, cozy footwear era for a little bit. Yeah. So um, great choices, great ads. Can't go wrong with any of those. The 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 the, the loose fit uh, pants from Abercrombie, great stuff. Um, I've 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 messed around with some of that. You one thing to know about Abercrombie: if there's something you want, just buy it. It's all very easily returnable, and their sizes go out of stock like crazy. Like they then there's returns, but it's like it, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get that pair of pants, and then I like check like the week later, and yep. the, my size is gone. Yep, that's what I've been doing with these pants. I've just seen all these colors that I want. Just yep, that one's gone. That yep. one's gone. That one's gone. Yeah. Um. So man, it, it it's uh it's been nothing but but wedding grind stuff for me recently. So I'm throwing a. It's probably more of an imminent cop. I don't know. I'm not sure. Who knows? Something in this in this vein will be an imminent cop. But what's at the top of my list right now, and it comes highly recommended from people I trust, is um is a pair of uh, of of dress shoes, Ooh. black polished calf, uh, cap toe, classic. They'll go with the tucks, but they'll also go with suits. Um, and this is from Vass Shoes. They are out of uh, out of Budapest, I okay. believe. But quality is supposed to be like on par with other Benchmade brands like Churches um, or Crockett and Jones or Alden or like, you know, name one of your $1,000 shoe brands. These are apparently uh, supposed to be, you know, right in the mix there. Uh, you, they have a bunch of different lasts to choose from. So you can kind of like, you email them your, you measure your feet, you email them your sizing. They'll, they will, they will respond and tell you what your best size is. They can even make some small adjustments. They make shoe trees that fit the, the, uh, the last perfectly. So it, a really kind of overall, like, like I've had great experience so far with their customer service. Um, and it's, you know, they are, they are also very clearly still an investment, um, but, uh, but, but still at a major discount from like the competitive set. So this is, this is top of mind right now. It's kind of a boring ad, but, uh, but I'm, you, you know, it's, I, it's not boring. Uh, you're just, putting, I, you're I putting gotta... dress shoes from Budapest on the wish list. Yeah, like yeah. don't, don't, don't self doubt right now, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's. That's at the t- that's the that's the top priority right now. And no, I get it. I gotta I gotta stick to it. Shopping for wedding shoes is fun. Like yeah. there's very few times in your life where you can justify blindly, like, oh, I'm gonna spend a ton of money on some shoes right now. Yeah. I think that's all she wrote for today, boys. Had fun. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Uh, I think the only episode we're gonna miss in the n- near future is going to probably be Wedding Week for Barrett, where I'll I'm gonna hope to drop a uh, Sunday Scaries episode that week and and get back in the swing of things there. So we'll see. Oh, any closing thoughts? No, man. Everybody enjoy your Sunday. Have a great week.